Praise the Lord. This is Reverend Dewana Smith Gatling coming from God's House of Salvation. I am here to introduce Reverend David T. Gatlin Sr., the senior pastor of God's House of Salvation, who will be delivering this wonderful, powerful word on the day. Please take your Bibles and um, get your coffee and sit back and relax and just feast on the word for today. Praise God, from whom all blessings flow. This is Pastor David Gatlin, and I will be presenting the word today. God is good, always and always God is good. Before we venture into the word, Let me breathe a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you just as humble as we know how. We come recognizing you, God, as the source and the power of all existence. That which we understand and we don't understand that which we know and that which we don't know that which has been revealed and that which is to be revealed but we come lord because we walk by faith and not by sight and today we're looking for a blessing from you and we believe that we shall receive because of your word. If we ask, we shall receive. Seek, we shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. And so therefore, Lord, we move forward in this day. We move forward in your blessing. And we thank you, God. We praise you. We magnify your holy and righteous name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So I will be in the scripture today, which is found in the gospel. According to John, 20th, rather 11th chapter, beginning at the 20th verse. And it reads, Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whosoever thou wilt, acts of God, God will give it thee. Jesus said unto her, that brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. 
Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection in the life. He that believed in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me should never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yea, Lord, believe that thou art the Christ. I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which come, which should come into the world. Then she had so said, and when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary her sister secretly, saying, The master's come and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet coming to the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. Jews then which were with her in the house and comforted her when they saw Mary that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. 35th voice says, Jesus wept. And that is the subject that I want us to be going today. Jesus wept. Simple. Simply. Jesus wept. This infamous passage the scripture is marked as the shortest verse In the King James Version of the Bible. Nonetheless, it has a powerful commentary. Today we will journey in the meaning, the understanding of the piety of the tears that Jesus shed that day. For you ventured with me, let me set the scene there's a story about a man named Lazarus who had two sisters Mary and Martha Lazarus became sick and died Jesus has already performed miracles after miracles 
They were witnessed by a multitude of people. You may remember how Jesus turned water into wine at a wedding in Cana. You may recall how the official who had a sick son requested that Jesus come and heal his son. Just the mere faith, just that belief and the power of God, just that mustard seed of hope displayed by this official summoned God's healing power. And Jesus' word say, go! Your son shall live. You may recall here, Jesus said to the paralytic man by the pool of Bethesda, take up your bed and walk. You saw Jesus feed 5,000 with just two fish and five body loaves of bread. So Martha and Mary, knowing Jesus' power, sent for him to come and heal Lazarus. But Jesus showed up four days after the death of Lazarus purposely to show that he was not a magician, to prove that he was not a warlock, to confirm that he had a method to bring the soul. He did not have the method, rather, to bring the soul back to the body because it was a Jewish belief that the soul hovers over the body for three days. And during that window of time, it was possible that the body, the soul, can return back to the body. Rather, Jesus came to show that he was the one who Prophet Isaiah talked about when he said, a child is born and a son is given. The where one where Ezekiel said he's a will in the middle of the wheel. The one who King Nebuchadnezzar said, look there, I thought I put three men into the five friends of me. Oh, there, there's a fourth one. And he looks like the son of God. Jesus came to declare that I am the resurrection and the life. He that believed in me should not die, but have everlasting life. So now, let's start this journey. Let's look at this. So we can have a clear understanding of what was going on with Jesus when he wept. Jesus wept. Not because he doubted his resurrection power. Jesus wept not because he was sad. Jesus wept not because he was soft. Jesus wept to create a time in history where deity would intersect with humanity. To show where the power of God would intersect with man. Jesus wept 
to show with truth of the reality that the kingdom is truly at hand. Jesus wept. Little words, but powerful meanings. And that just like God. God doesn't need big things to create powerful outcomes. God doesn't need great people to do great things. God doesn't need strong people to move mountains. You may remember three simple words. Let there be light. And there was because God is. You may recall how the children of Israel slid from Pharaoh's army, ran into the Red Sea, and there was a mountain on the left side and a mountain on the right side, the right tree before them, and the children of Israel began to fear because Pharaoh's army was behind them, and they turned to Moses and said, you brought us all the way this far just for us to be conquered by Pharaoh's army. And Moses turned unto God and began to pray. And God said, Moses, what's that you got? In your hand, Moses, I'm giving you the power. Moses, I've already given you the answer. Moses, Moses, what's that you got in your hand? And Moses looked in his hand and he realized he had a rock. And God said, Moses, this stretch just stretch your arm out to the Red Sea. And I don't have to tell you the rest of the story. As you know, Moses stretches raw out to the Red Sea. And God opened up the Red Seas so the children of Israel would walk through. You may recollect how David, when he was a child, used a small rock to bring down a giant called Goliathia. Jesus said, if you had faith just the side of a grain of mustard seed, you can move mountains. Jesus wept was a powerful statement without making a statement. Jesus wept was a display without a show. Jesus wept was an action without being transactional. It is God's message to the world that now come a time of the disposition of grace. I sent my only begotten son and to the world that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent his only begotten son. God created Adam and placed Adam 
in paradise where Adam ate the forbidden fruit, therefore fell from grace. God called Abraham to be the father of many nations, but Abraham disobeyed God and created Ishmael. God called Moses, but Moses killed the man. Hit him in the sand. David committed murder and adultery. The priests performed rituals. The kings built temples. The prophets prophesied, but salvation could not come by law. That's why Paul said, For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would that do, I not. For what I hate that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more that I do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which I, is good I find not. For the good that I would do, I do not. But the evil which is, I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more that I do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me for I delight in the law of God after the inward man but I see another law in my members warned against the law of my mind bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in the members of my flesh oh wretched man that I am who shall deliver me from this body of death Thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with a mind I serve myself. I serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Jesus went and by weeping showed us the kingdom of God is at hand. The only begotten, which is the chosen. Son of God, which is the full manifestation, robed in flesh, divine, intertwined with history, eternity, intervening into time. Jesus said before Moses was, I am. Did you hear Jesus declare that I am the way, the truth? In the life, no man come unto the Father, but by me. You may even recall Philip's request to Jesus. Just show us the Father, Jesus. And it was suffice us, Jesus said, Philip, I've been with you all this time. I taught you. I bought with you. You see my miracle after miracle. 
You have me realize it by now. Philip, that I am the Father, and the Father am I. John put it this way. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Without Him was nothing made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shining in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for witness, to bear witness of the light. He was at that light, but came that all men may believe he was not that light. That was the true light, which lighted every man to come unto the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him to them, Gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name, which are born not of blood, not of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but the will of God. And the word was made flesh, dwelt among us, and we behave the glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus wept, pivoting towards final joy. Journey to complete salvation. Jesus will to close this chapter in humanity and return back to deity. Jesus will towards definition at carry cross towards go got the hill, even in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus said, Father. If it be possible, let this bitter cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but thine will be done. I heard Romans say, therefore, being justified by faith, we're peace with God through our Lord. Jesus Christ. But only we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also. Nor that tribulation work in patience. In patience experience and experience hope and hope make it not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us for when we were yet without sin in due time Christ died for the ungodly, for scarcely, for a righteous man, one would die, yeah, 
pay a vengeance for a good man. Some would even dare to die. But God committed his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners. Christ died for the ungodly. And you may have heard the story many times, but I heard Paul say, preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. So I want to tell you the story just one more time. Jesus Mary's little baby. Jesus the bright and morning star. Jesus a will and a mill of will. Jesus the one who Isaiah said. I saw him in the temple high and lifted up Jesus who King Nebuchadnezzar said I look into the fire furnace mm, I, I, I thought I put three men in there but when I looked in there I saw a fourth one and I tell you, he looks just like the Son of God. Sarah, Meshach, and Abednego, come forth. Because now I know your God, the God that you serve, is God. Jesus, the one who David said, yay, though I walk through the body of the shadows of death. I shall fear no evil. Jesus, who said, angels, prepare a robe of flesh for me, for I need to go and be about my Father's will. Jesus, who walked up, go got the hill. Jesus, who died on Calvary Cross. Stretch him high and wide, nails in his hand and spikes in his feet. But he never said a mumbling word. But the word that he said was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And I heard him say, It is finished. Father, into thy hand I commend my spirit. But it didn't stop right there. Although they laid him in Joseph's bar tomb. But on the third day, when Mary came to the sepulchre, it was empty and there was an angel said, Jesus is gone. He is risen. And he said, Jesus! Rose on the third day before the cock began to crow. While the dew was yet on the trees, while the morning light was rolling back the curtains of darkness, Jesus rose up from the dead and you need to rise in your life today. Do you know him? Do you love him? Jesus is not a fairy tale. 
Jesus is not a religious adventure. Jesus is not a study thing. Jesus is the true manifestation of all the source of existence. Jesus is the source of all that has been created. That which we know, that which we don't know. That which is revealed, and that which is revealed. I want you to understand the revelation of Jesus. Not just the story of Jesus. Not just the understanding of Jesus. Not, not just the study of Jesus. Theological study of Jesus, not just the exegesis of Jesus, not just the hermeneutical transfer of Jesus, but the revelation of Jesus is the revelation of Jesus that will get us through these times. It's the revelation of Jesus that was given to understanding of life. It's the revelation of Jesus will help us overcome this pandemic. It's just the revelation of Jesus they will bring him to our body. They bring clarity to our journey of life. Jesus is a revelation, not a fairy tale, not just a story, not just something we can read and understand what went on. More than just a belief or wish, although we should believe. More than a hope, although we should have hope in Jesus Christ. Jesus is a revelation. I want to invite you to that revelation. I want to open that door for you today so that you can see Jesus. Call him what you will. Yeshua, Jesus. Jesus is a revelation. Open up your eyes, your spiritual eyes and your ears and see Jesus. See Jesus. I invite you today. If you don't know him, for yourself. I invite you to come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Just now. If you need healing, Jesus can heal you. Inbox me. Call me. I'll pray for you. I will pray with you. Whether it be healing, prosperity in your life, simply salvation. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus just now. Thank you so much. This concludes our service for today and we look forward to hearing from you and please listen to the message over and over and also share it with a friend. Thank you.